Welcome to the Flicky Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and I am joined, as always, with the star of the Flicky Podcast, Mr. John. How you doing? I'm okay. Only okay? Yeah, well, I've uh, some papers went missing this morning. I have no idea where they are. We talked about it a little bit off air. And, uh, yeah. Just feels like a ghost took them because they should be where, where they are on the table. So now I... I think there's a ghost in my house. It, it, I've well, no, I've never, I haven't felt the presence of it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's a ghost fucking me, fucking with me, and <laughs> putting, uh, th- and just taking things from me, well, just to like, drive me insane. Yeah, it's like when you miss uh, socks in a dryer. Yeah. Like you take one shoe, like yeah. the ghost takes one shoe, and, mm-hmm. and slowly you go, you go clinically <laughs> insane. I feel like this is the first of many. Did you, did you see Barry? The last episode of Barry. I haven't seen the last one. No, we uh, watched the second last. I, don't talk. This well, was you don't want to spoil that show on the air anyway. No, but there was a joke I was going to, because it kind of actually lends to that. He was talking about how he could slowly drive someone insane. Oh, okay. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and it was, you know. Uh, so, yeah, this week's episode will be on Titanic. Mm-hmm. So, it's uh, by nature, this is going to be long. Uh, but it won't be too long because if we talked about the plot, we'll be here for fucking seven hours. No, I think we can talk in plot points, plot points for and sure, and just things to make fun of. Um, this will be an interesting discussion, I think. Yes, because uh, I have thoughts. I'm a little, just give a little sneak. I'm a little, I'm I'm conflicted a bit, and we'll we'll talk about why. I don't. You're making a face now, but I I, I think we're gonna converge on many of the same points anyway. Um, I think but, there's things we will agree with. Uh, both good and bad because mm-hmm. there's there is good things about titanic uh there's there's a good thing well the, the, i think the movie sucks but there are well things technically speaking yes. yeah. i mean this is this movie the technical brilliance of this film yeah. is is um uh quite impressive especially the fact that it came out in 97 i mean it, it's yeah. it's you know you you do it, you do see the genius of james cameron in this film I agree. um and i even understand why it became you, do you know it's still it's still to this day, number three on all-time mm-hmm. highest-grossing films. Yeah, and, and it, Avatar it, is number one. Yeah, so it was. He's, he's still got a top. He's, he's still actually, got the two of the three, dude. For a while, he alternated one and two. It, yeah, it was because between they, it and Titanic. Re, he re-released both movies uh, a couple times. Well, I just found out that uh, who was it? My fiance and her sister both told me that they re-released it because they were trying to get it to beat Avatar. Yes, and they made it 3D. They made Titanic 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah. But in order to, I did the numbers, and then they would have to have released it, and it, ha- it would have to have made like seven hundred million dollars to beat Avatar, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, which is like a lot for a, a re- even yeah, that wasn't going to uh, happen. Even Empire Strikes Back, when they re-released it, wouldn't have gotten close to that. No. So um, we will talk not only about the movie, but I think uh, talking about the production, pre-production, and post-production about this film is pretty um, enlightening. Uh-huh. Um, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we also talk, talk about the love story, the greatest love story uh, of the 1997s. Yeah, but uh, we can also. This talk- is, I mean, this is uh, obviously a, a famous, famous love story in American cinema and really American storytelling at this fucking point. Made um, uh, for better or worse. Written and directed by a Canadian, and uh, the theme song is by a Canadian. Yes, and. Uh, I don't know if James Horner is American. He probably is, but Hans Zimmer ain't. So. No. Uh, <laughs> but before we talk about the movie, there is some. Uh, it is the Cannes Film Festival. Yes. You know anything about what's going on there? No. Okay. I've I've purposely avoided it because uh, I'm wait, I'm just waiting for it to. Uh, I always wait for Cannes to end, and then I and then a, I reflect back. It's a quiet year. Uh-huh. Um, they actually um, they 
uh, did a lot of like homages to the Truman Show uh, prior to uh, like they re-released it there and stuff like that. Supposedly Ooh. the French loved the Truman Show. Yeah, why? Why we, Truman Show came it's out like twenty five years. I was about to say it came out in yeah. Or ninety-eight? Uh, no, it could be ninety-eight. I think. Yeah. It came out in ninety-eight. I think. So I don't know why they chose it, but they were choosing. I was about to say it seems like a weird, yeah. arbitrary. A lot of stuff year. about Truman Show with that. Huh. Uh, with this it's a great festival. film. Oh yeah. It's a great film. Um, there is actually a high, uh, high probability a past Palm d'Or winner is going to win the Palm d'Or again, which is rare. Usually. What? How people, does that? How does that happen? They usually don't give it out multiple times. I think it's only a handful of directors that have won it a handful of times. So you have uh, Ruben Ostlund's uh, uh-huh. Triangle of Sadness. That's one of the favorites. And that's about, like, um, I think it's a class. You know, it's making a, a point about class. It's these two uh, models. Like, a model couple gets invited to a, a yacht party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this guy, he won the Palme d'Or for The Square, which is a pretty rough movie. Yeah, I haven't s- seen it, but I know yeah. that that's uh the critiques about like the elites pretty uh it makes one of them a lot uh-huh. uh and then you have um chris i don't know how to pronounce his last name christian munjiao munjiao he might win it again uh-huh. for rmn he won it for four months three weeks two days oh right he's okay that's the, a great film yeah he's the romanian guy yeah. he also did uh graduation which is a great film I really, uh, yeah that's I a really it. good movie um, that was like around that time where like it was like the Romanian cinema. Yeah, yeah, that was birth of Romanian cinema. I was about it's to say called Renaissance, the, but really, it's, well, it's called the Romanian New Wave. New Wave, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it's called. Um, so yeah, they're kind of the two favorites. But really, uh, what's really come out of uh, Khan is that Top Gun Maverick is uh, supposedly really kick ass. It's getting really good <laughs> reviews, dude. I Yo. checked the Rotten Tomatoes. It's getting really good reviews. And they're not fake reviews. NPR, of all places, said, listen, this movie's ridiculous, but it's ridiculous fun. <laughs> right, yeah. Like, supposedly it's just a really fun, like, movie experience. A lot of reviews are saying it's like, it's this is better than the original. I'm shocked. Oh, I am too. Dude, I thought it, that movie was going to be a dumpster fire. It got a five-minute standing ovation at Cannes. Oh God! Yeah, but there've been bad films I've gotten standing ovations. I know, but I don't. Ex- I don't expect it to get a standing ovation. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear? Uh, Tom Cruise gave a an interview there. Okay. And they asked him, and I, I was I was thinking to myself, I'm like, listen, he's weird. Oh, he's yeah. he's, he's bizarre. But there's something there's something about his charm and his intensity that's charming. In a oh, weird oh, way. for sure. Yeah, he's got that charisma. And he, they asked him, they're like, listen, you're almost 60 years old. Why do you, why do, you do your own stunts still? And uh-huh. he looks at it and he's like, well, would you, t- would you tell Gene Kelly uh, how to dance? <laughs> so he's <laughs> – wait, 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 wait. Yes. So he's the Gene Kelly of stuntmen? Yes. That's what he's saying? Yes. Oh, he's definitely saying it. He's, he is serious <laughs> as fuck when he said that. Okay, of course he is. He's crazy. <laughs> but I'm just shocked that this movie – Listen, people love it. Uh, so sounds like it's a fun film. I if might, I gave a shit about the original Top Gun, I, I might. It's an alright movie. It. I know I'm not a big fan of it, but I can understand why people like yeah. it. I mean, I might watch this movie in the movie theater just because I heard you're supposed to see it in a movie theater. Right. So I well, might give like it a shot. Dogfighting and air, airplanes and stuff. I mean, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be big set pieces and big action scenes. I mean, the, that's kind of what you see movies for is for that kind exactly. Of shit. So it's it's a movie movie. Yeah. Um, uh, before we go into uh, Titanic, there's also one more thing. Did you hear they casted 
um, a couple of characters for Dune Part Two. Yes, I did. That was a few weeks ago. They, I, uh, I, Christopher I read Walken. Yeah. Okay. They casted him. He's, he's the, the emperor. He's the he's emperor. He's gonna be the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought perfect. Oh God, I hope. I just because you know they have the costumes and outfits and oh Dune. yeah. I just hope he doesn't give um, Balls of Fury vibes. Oh, he's. Did you ever see Balls of Fury? Yes, he's going to ham like, this up. Oh, I hope he doesn't. He's better than that. He knows when he's in a serious film and when he's not. I don't know if he's. I, I really hope not. I trust Christopher Walken pretty implicitly. Um, well, Mr. Atreides. Yeah, that's the thing. I just hope. <laughs> I hope it doesn't veer into parody because that is. That is. Uh, it's a bit of a risky casting. Th- that is. I risky. know he's super talented, but. When you put goofy costumes on him and you add the voice. <laughs> There's going to be makeup on him. Yeah. There's going to be a lot thing, going on. So, a lot going on with Mr. Walken. We'll see. But we'll it's not see. only him. It's but the, I trust him. They put in Florence Pugh, too. Florence Pugh. This Pugh, woman's Pugh, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, was, she's, she's in everything. I forgot she's who got, I was talking to about it, but I'm like, Florence Pugh's going to easily win an Oscar in the next five years. Like, she's yeah, well, just one of those actresses now that's yeah. in everything. Well, they may, you know, they're turning her into a star, and they're getting, she's getting all the best parts. She is good, though. I no, she's good. Yeah, she yeah, is good. So talented. I can't. Yeah, yeah. But there's always those people though, where you just they're just everywhere. She is everywhere. Um, everywhere. You know. Yeah. So I thought I would bring it's like that Chalamet up. is the same thing. Yeah. 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 And uh, Jennifer Lawrence for a little bit there. Um, for a while there, I would say. I yeah. mean, even now she's still, you know, she's still getting big roles. But yeah. Well, she took off because she was pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You're right. You know, I just wanted to bring up Christopher Walken because I thought it was. I thought you might have got a, gotten a kick out of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go into Titanic, James Cameron's classic movie, because it is a classic. We can't it is deny a classic. That. You can't say it's not. No, you can't say it is one of many, many Titanic, not only films, miniseries, documentaries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you would think they would never make a Titanic movie after this, but uh, they've made several. Um, oh yeah, it'll keep going. It I makes mean, no it's just sense to me. Well, it's just a romantic, epic, tragic. But it's the event. same. It's always the same story. It's always about the class. It's always about. That's it's, why, it's, though, it's, it's almost it's constant. inherent in the tragedy itself and its real history. I mean, it's just it's so there's so much you can uh, so much attraction to it in terms of uh, class dynamics and stuff, which artists love to explore and talk about and. Um, you know, it's like this microcosm of society and civilization. I guess I don't. I you know I don't know. I, I, I mean, there's um, and on top of that, then you got the underbelly of documentaries. You know, do you know about the conspiracy theories of the, the Titanic? Oh, you don't know about this at all. No. You know the. I mean, it's. I I didn't look into it because I didn't want to because I didn't want to get into it on the podcast because I. John went down the rabbit hole, guys. I didn't. I avoided the rabbit hole, but I. I just. I would just. It would just. I would just see it online uh-huh. on Twitter and shit that um. First off, it wasn't actually the Titanic. It was the sister ship, the Olympic. They switched it out the last second because the Olympic was actually like a uh, was um, yeah they made it was like a sort of a rundown ship. It wasn't nearly they as made good four as the liners. Yeah, and the Olympic, they knew it was uh, it was shaky, and basically they couldn't afford to. I think the story goes like they couldn't afford to fix it, or they wanted to get rid of it, and they intentionally sunk it. For insurance fraud that's one of the conspiracies okay then another conspiracy is that uh this was the year that the fed was going to get approved mm-hmm. the federal reserve mm-hmm. and there were three main uh guys who opposed the creation of the fed aster and guggenheim 
I don't remember there. Guggenheim sounds right, but I can't remember. There's three of them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller, and a bunch of other people uh, were on the other side. They were mm-hmm. staunch advocates for the creation of the Fed. Mm-hmm. And these three guys all were going to be in Washington to fight its creation. And, mm-hmm. and um, all three of them were on the Titanic, and all three of them died. So that, I think, is the bigger conspiracy theory. But uh, I, I can't speak to the validity or insanity of it i can't speak in either case and that is on purpose you can go look it up yourselves because i'm not gonna take a stand on that but i do think it's fun but what can't be denied is the titanic obviously sunk no matter whether it hit a fucking iceberg or the thing that i and i'm sure the thing that i can't wrap my head around is like there were like 700 people who survived so Mm -hmm. wouldn't one of them come out and be like hey yeah that didn't hit a fucking iceberg we 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 weren't near you would think you would think so especially uh the women who lost husbands who were rich right you know and also but like there there are some shady things like in the movie the captain goes down with the ship apparently in real life the captain was one of the first people who tried to get off the ship and there's a lot of things he did die but he was found near one of the lifeboats yeah there's there's a lot going on We'll talk about that kind of stuff later. Uh, the romanticizing of uh, the stif- stiff upper lip Victorian captain. Right. Um, but, you know, I actually wound up not only watching Titanic this week for this, I also watched 1958's A Night to Remember just to juxtapose. Okay. And you know, night- no one's seen that film, right? What do you mean? A Night to Remember. No one's seen it. That who, who's listened to this? Probably not. No one. Everyone who's watched that film was dead. You're like the first. It was nominated for a bunch of Academy Awards. I know it was, and it's an excellent movie. Yeah, because um, you know, I know it's very well regarded. Just like, I bet a lot of people listen don't even know what that. But movie the thing, is. well, yeah. explain what is that film? So, a night to remember is uh, it's just, it's about the last night of the Titanic. Yeah. it's just really about the sinking, and it's a, a historical movie. It's there's no fake people in it. It's all about the real people, uh-huh. and it's made by uh, God. I think his name is Baker. Uh, not only that, though, but this movie is the second version of that. There was a, a TV American version of A Night to Remember for TV in 1956, and that okay. w- that was directed by uh, Hill, uh, George Roy Hill. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Who, who did Roy the Hill. Sting and uh, Butch Cassidy? He did, he did a bunch of Hollywood films. He it was, was also a, he was a good director. It was also co-written by Joss Whedon's uh, grandfather. Huh. Yeah. So uh, the British version is actually was the most expensive British movie up until tit- that time. So I guess Titanic movies are just the most expensive movies ever. Yeah. Just making them. <laughs> um, but the difference between A Night to Remember and this and Titanic, when we talk about it, Titanic is about uh, epic scale and uh, romance, whereas A Night to Remember is more of that uh, kitchen, kitchen sink realism and, uh, you know, it really it goes more in depth in the class struggle right okay and um it's a great movie i highly recommend it to anyone and it's only two hours long so you don't have to kill yourself watching it um but yeah uh there are many things in titanic james cameron's titanic that are lifted from a night to remember wholesale lines of dialogue oh really yeah things that happen he and he it's very open about it oh he is that's fine then. Very open about it. I'm fine with that. He had uh, the writer of A Night to Remember, the author, like as a consultant. Oh, eh. And okay. He I just, respect that. I'm going to be honest. I respect that. I know, but. Because like, they're, they're two completely different films. No, I know, but you taking know I 
he took things that happened. Ain't nothing to fucking no, no, write home no. about. The dialogue is one of the worst parts of it, Titanic. I mean, the weakest part of the film is the yeah the love story itself. Not not because uh, I mean we'll get into it. Not because it's not believable or whatever. It's just very uh, very plain. I don't even want to say cliche. It's almost it's like a it's the skeleton of a love story. There's no yeah. the, 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 happens they, real quick. Yeah, it's not a real Atlantic quick. Ocean deep. No. Okay. It's no. very shallow. No, and I could. I would in a very argue. Very deep sea. I would also argue our doomed lovers are actually assholes. But yeah, they can be a point. I, I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I, I liked Leo's character in this. I thought he was uh, fun, adventurous. I thought, you know, I thought Leo did a good job, and I hated Leo at the time when we were kids and watched him. I was like, who is this? I, I liked him in it. Okay, so before um, before we actually talk about the movie itself. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I think this is the type of movie where we can ask that question. Yeah, I was in theaters in fourth grade. Okay. Um, everyone was watching, talking about this film. I remember mm-hmm. Celine Dion's song. I bought mm-hmm. the soundtrack just because everyone you had it. You and everyone else. Every We all did. Mm-hmm. All, we all knew the song. Yep. You were far, wherever you are. Um, <laughs> I remember being in a packed theater. My favorite part of the film was when she posed naked. Oh, yeah. Because I'm eight years old. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's a PG-13 movie, and mm-hmm. it's the first time. She, and they show a lot of her boob. They show her boob a lot. Oh, that's... It's a bunch of shots of well, her boob. That's uh, that's. I thought it was like... I remember... Kate Winslow hasn't stopped showing her boobs. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's what got her famous, so I guess uh, we'll keep it going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I, I've had a crush on Kate Winslet. I, I had a big crush on her growing up and I think it was probably started with this film I imagine I don't remember um, her being I wasn't into her when I was a kid like I you, always was I mean I do think she's she's beautiful I mean uh, even watching it up, back now I was like okay yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah they show the. Uh, I remember the boobies um, <laughs> I remember uh, that's as I, I don't say that's the only thing I remember I, you know King of the World all the big pop yeah. points I remember even from when I was nine okay um I don't remember, uh, at least experientially watching this again, how haunting the sinking is because it does. He does do a great job of that in the second half of the film. Yeah, I mean it's horrifying. It's, it's and I don't remember being horrified as a kid. I have no memory of that. I think mm-hmm. as a kid, I was like, "This is fun." I, you know, I didn't yeah. understand the gravity of it, but like, I mean, you see, fucking, I mean, James Cameron's horror movie chops yeah psychological thriller chops really technical chops obviously yeah really come through especially in the second half of the film Mm um it's the best part of the movie i mean the movie just gets better because i mean just the i mean the i mean everything the horror of it sinking the horror of the of the you feel the you at least for me i was experiencing the anxiety of the people trying to get on the boats just imagining myself being in that situation be like holy shit this is horrible yeah. and what makes it even more horrible is that it's a true story yeah like this actually happened like this uh and to, you know to some degree obviously um i just can't imagine the panic and the chaos um and he just does not i think an incredible job with that i agree um but that i didn't experience as a kid so that's what i remember i being in a cave in a packed theater mm-hmm. watching it with my parents and uh enjoying the movie okay yeah. You know, this was the first movie to be released on VHS, even though it was still in the movie theaters. Oh, really? Because it was in the movie theaters for what, like a year? Yeah. I remember I remember the VHS. It was, it was two, two. two VHS two tapes. Two yep. cassettes, yeah. Yeah. My sister and I abused the shit. Out. I used. I liked this movie as a kid. Yeah, um, I did too. My family uh, did not. They made fun of it a lot. Uh, Raquel and I loved <laughs> it. kidding me? They hated it. And we used to say, oh, no, it's going to win all those Oscars. And my mom would be like, 
I don't really care. It's a bad movie. Right. Like it's going to win because it made a billion dollars, but it's not a good movie. No, you don't know what you're talking about. And then I wanted to watch it, you know, when, when we were in high school, I think it was on like TNT or some shit like that. And I'm watching it. And I'm saying <laughs> this is a poorly written movie. This is really bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, that hasn't changed. It, it, I don't think this is a good movie. But uh, yeah, if you want to go into uh, just general stuff or. Well, where do you want to start? We, we obviously we don't want to go. No, we can't, we're not going to. Well, we're already we're already talking about positively the positive parts about what we like yeah. about the technical brilliance of it. I mean, honestly, you text me and said it does go by fast. It does. It goes and by actually, fast. This, the is it's slow enough when it hits. Once they hit the iceberg, I mean moves. that movie flies. Yeah, it moves. I thought it flies. Um, and that's a real strength of the film is the second half is better than the first. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, Rose is doing some inane shit uh the second half which you know i mean just to talk about it real quick when no we she's, can talk about that because it's not about just, we're not yeah, gonna talk I mean, about she's plot, on the lifeboat she's now. in the lifeboat yeah her villainous cookie cutter evil mustache twirling husband named billy zane um <laughs> we're not gonna wants her in the lifeboat jack yeah. wants her in the lifeboat i mean i will say this about billy zane is I remember him being such a cookie cutter villain, and he is. Yeah. But what is interesting, and I guess it, it is sort of, uh, they did sort of need it to sort of force conflict. Mm-hmm. But he does actually seem to love her, or at least is, is enamored okay, with I her. I said that as but well. I he's was, actually, I said that. To he's actually people. enamored with her. I think before he becomes um, an irredeemable villain, because he does become an irredeemable villain at, as the sink, when he pulls as the out his gun like a stuff. psycho and starts. We'll talk about that. Yes, that, nonsense. I mean, that um, was nonsense, and he didn't need that. But, but whatever. He, you, he says things when he whips out the heart of the ocean and puts it on her. He says things that not just like um, a possessive fiance would say. He like says, "I want, I want you to let me in." Yeah. I, I know you feel trapped, but I you know I want to you know be there for you. Like he actually understands sort of the plight exactly. she's going through, and he wants to just you know be part of her life. And she's just saying, "Right, go fuck yourself." Bro. I mean, listen, he is an asshole, yes, and is. and, and yeah, a, he's an asshole, a yeah. dirtbag, and yeah. So and I, she's I, a selfish bitch. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, but also she's seventeen honest. years old, so I'm yeah. trying to keep that in mind as well. Um, Which she doesn't look seventeen. Let's. Yeah, no, not really. But I mean, in the when she was shooting it, she was she wasn't that much older. I mean, she, it was, she was it was twenty one. Twenty one, I think. Yeah. I mean, it came out in ninety seven, which she would have been twenty two. She might have started filming this when she was twenty, so she was. They started. Filming I think Kate Winslet just. They started filming with the actors in ninety six. She's about twenty one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, going back, so things like her, she's in the lifeboat. And she jumped. I remember why, because I didn't remember. I thought it was ridiculous when I was a kid. Yeah, I I didn't remember as a kid. And I'm watching this, and I'm going, oh, wow, she's in the lifeboat. What is Cameron going to – how does he get her out of it? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm watching this as she's going down. Mm -hmm. And she just jumps. She just jumps. So, Natalie, you're an asshole for two reasons. Because if you jump, I jump. Yeah. You're an asshole for two reasons. One, you took a spot from somebody else. Yes. Right? Correct. So, I I wish at the least she would have – jump early be like no 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 no," and she jumps out and throws somebody else and maybe the dad because i remember that so right before she's in the same lifeboat as a wife and two two girls or three girls that are Mm -hmm. crying for their father Mm -hmm. and i thought oh maybe she'll get out real right now and give it to the father Mm -hmm. oh no she's going down yeah oh how does she get out of this lifeboat does it tip over oh no she just hops off yeah and the father's up there dying yep um that's the so she's an (laughs) asshole for that 
Yeah. And two, she's an asshole because like now Jack is responsible for you. Uh-huh. Um, I know you saved his life, and but you're almost killing yourself. I mean, it's a fucking miracle she survives, right? Yeah. So you're almost killing yourself. And I just thought it was crazy. And it's it's funny because maybe this is a man, woman thing. I'm watching it with Tina who loves this film. Oof. And I turned, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? She jumped out. She goes, yeah, I would too. I'm like, if you jumped out, yeah. if I was with you and you fucking jumped out, I would lose my fucking mind. Yeah. Do you understand how And She's like, no, no, no. I wouldn't be able to leave without you. I'm like, first off, we've been together for years. She's known this guy for 12 hours. Yeah. Stay in the fucking boat and I will find a way out. Yeah. Okay. One person could try to survive. It's easier for one person to survive on, an, on their own than two mm-hmm. in this situation. Not always, but in this yeah. situation for sure. Um, so that was crazy. It's just things like that. I mean, and listen, she is 17. That's a dumb romantic 17 year old. Mm-hmm. But in a movie like this, it, it's, I guess it's not a weakness, but it's an annoying character trait. I don't, yeah, I don't, like I said, I don't think anyone, I don't think the weeds in this movie, I don't, can, I can't find a character that's likable in this movie, except for uh, Molly Brown. And think about Molly Brown, Kathy Bates, that's she's it. great. Yeah, my mom hates uh, Kathy Bates in this movie. Right. You know who's, you know who's a likable character? The architect. Uh, Victor Garber? Victor Garber, yeah. Uh, Victor Garber. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's got a, a, a bit of a suspect Irish accent. Um, oh, yeah. It's a little, a like. Yeah, I mean, like, it's sort of Irish. When he talks for, like, when he speaks in full sentences, I'm like, oh, I guess he's doing Irish. But It's made out of iron, I assure you. It will, it will stink. Yeah, but he's, like, do, he's doing it like this, and he's, like, trying to be hush. Well, it's, and it's, like, a little yeah. British Irish. It's, it's, well, it's very other, faint. It's also, like, that Irish, the guy who plays the Irish uh, poor uh, with Jack. The other oh, guy. Tommy, that got shot? Yeah. I, I figured that it was like I actually couldn't tell, but it was so. I, it I might, think that was might have been, but it I was, think it actually might have been. It was Irish. cranked. Yeah, 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 cranked up. And uh, I, you know, I want to talk about this more in depth later in a little bit, but like, uh, I think Fabrizio is the worst character, one of the worst characters. Ever. I don't know why Fabrizio exists. He also see Fabrizio really seemed. Uh, did you look up whether he's actually Italian? The guy. There's no like, way. I'm a Fabrizio. John, he's, what do you do? He literally sounds like Rina Moreno in West Side Story. You're saying America. Right, yeah. Like, is, are you Puerto Rican Italians. or are you Italian? I know Italians with Italian accents. None of them are as heavy as this fucking guy. No. Come on, dude. What do ba- you do? Bastardo. Uh, especially because, like, they're in England. The guy's been traveling. He's friends with this guy. So he's yeah. been traveling around learning English. Like, yeah. hey, how you doing? Are you kidding me, dude? I remember being. As oh a my kid, god, you're a clown! As a kid, I was upset that Fabrizio died. Watching it the other day, I'm like, I why should I care that? No, Fabrizio I didn't give a died? shit when I was a kid. I cared when the guy he got sucks. shot. When that guy Tommy got yeah. shot, I remember as a kid being upset. I not necessarily because it was Tommy, but because I was like, oh, that was really wrong that he killed him like that, and the yeah. guy shot himself in the head. That was actually a vivid moment that stuck in my mind as a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, but, but let's peel it back a bit because uh, I, I you, let me talk about what I love because it does. Sure. I remember as a kid thinking, oh, why do they have the um, future set up? Like why they need the book in with the future, right? I'll be honest. I really liked that watching it this time because I love the juxtaposition between watching the wreck and then mm-hmm. the editing into the actual Titanic. I thought it gave it a sense of... Um, well, the, uh, they get a ghost weight. ship. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like you're watching ghosts yeah. come back to life, 
and actually there he actually did film the actual wreck which was awesome oh, yeah. they so filmed it, was, it in 1995 yeah so yeah. you can and you could tell watching it i'm i forgot that they did that and i'm watching i'm like this has to be the real wreck it's yeah. this is too good um and it is and also you got bill paxton who's playing there because james yes. carmen loved bill paxton yes, and rest did. in peace but he loved that guy yeah. um and i always like me some bill paxton yeah, um, I, I really liked that. I thought it was an interesting framing device. I mean, obviously, you didn't need it. No. Okay. I was um, going to say that. Um, I don't think it's needed, and I hate it. Oh, you do? You don't need I it. I just like see. I loved seeing the wreck, and I loved seeing the juxtaposition. Like, there's some great there's some great shots editing transitions from the wreck into the, uh, like, you know, the ballroom furnace or whatever, and then uh-huh. they go into the room. Yes. They he had transition to right out, into the room. He had to figure out a way to get this real footage of the real sinking of the Titanic, the wreckage, uh-huh. he had to figure out a way to put this in the story and make it make sense. Right. And I understand that. I think Old Rose is just a terrible character and not needed. And yeah, Old I Rose think, is actually kind of, I actually don't like Old Rose. She's actually seems kind of arrogant and... Yeah, well, um, you know, she hasn't changed. Pompous. From 17 to 101, she's still a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a selfish, a selfish asshole. Yeah, I mean, she, um, I, did it piss you off? And the ending off? is terrible. Did it piss you off when she threw the necklace away? Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end. Yeah. yeah. That's, you're an asshole. She's a motherfucker. I'll, I that wanna, should be I in do, a museum. I do want to talk about, when we get to it, in more in depth, but they had to redo the ending in a cup for it uh because oh, okay. of um uh whatchamacallit uh focus groups oh really yes okay yeah but yeah when she threw that necklace away at the end i was pissed off i'm like yeah. you're that's a selfish you're still a selfish person yeah that's a fucking selfish arrogant thing to do some rich asshole who you hated mm-hmm. this uh pompous ostentatious you know greedy prick who you which you were railing against yeah being on that ship like oh you know uh, this opulence and, and moral decadence and, um, you know, greediness and all this stuff. And you get this huge necklace, which is a real, that's a real thing that actually is missing. Louis the Fourteenth's like blue diamond. That's a famous thing. Oh, that but the heart chop. of the ocean's not a real thing. No, 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 not the heart of the ocean, but that the, the Louis the Fourteenth had like this big blue diamond that they would make necklaces of it and okay. pieces of it are missing. Apparently okay. I knew about that. So, um, I could begin that slightly wrong, but that actually exists. Mm-hmm. So she has that it's priceless. That thing is priceless. You don't sell that to a jeweler, right? That's just fucking priceless. They can't afford it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that should be in a museum. You should have given that to Bullpen. that. She should have given it to them at the end. By the way, I have this. Yeah. Uh, and she did it. She just throws it in the ocean. Like, Oh, this is mine. I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. I hated her for that. Yeah, that made me hate that character. I, I tolerated her up until that point. Yeah, and um, also uh, just her narration um, does not come across as a hundred one year old woman. It comes across as uh, someone who wrote dialogue for a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really she's got like no wisdom in it's her. It's terrible. It's how, but like, listen, there are storytellers who talk when they're talking. They're telling stories and you know rocking tours. Uh, she. She's just not. You can tell she's just not one of those type of people, and yet she's <laughs> like going. She could have been. I, you wrote the fucking script. Yeah, but but like I, I could remember smelling the linens, and it was no one's ever slept in the beds. And you know what? Listen, no one ever fucking talks like that. I'm right. Sorry, yeah. and it just comes across as James Cameron writing dialogue for 
to what we need to get into yeah, the past. Yeah, this sort of like elevated language. Yes. That, it's, it's to add romant, you know, romanticism mm-hmm. to the uh, to the story. Mm-hmm. And you're doing it through her dialogue and the music. Yep, so two, two strikes yeah. for that character for me. Yeah. Elevated um, dialogue and not really needed. Well, also the fact that, one, she didn't tell anyone <laughs> about Jack. She's like, oh, yeah, I've never told anyone. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. So, again, you're being selfish. You kept him to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you, there could have been a way to live on in his memory and, and tell people that story about how sure. he saved your life. You hid it from your husband. Okay, whatever. I don't know your relationship with him. Yeah. Um, she seemed like she lived a nice life afterwards. Well, not only that. she she And a loving life. She seems she suggest doesn't suggest she pretty much explicitly said like she he saved my life in every which way like yes. her life changed after meeting him that I can buy okay yeah, great sure um, I never told anyone about Jack yeah you know what I thought the guys from Chippewa Falls yeah. is that what it was Chippewa Falls yeah did you you didn't think to like maybe go find his family tell yeah. them he died yeah because you know he didn't fucking he won it in a poker game which you knew he's yeah. not getting on any list. Yeah. He's at the bottom of the ocean. His his family has no idea where he went. Mm-hmm. He's just going to go missing for their entire lives. Yeah. That would have been nice if you went there. Maybe she didn't forgot to tell them. But she's like, I never told anyone about this. Well, a, a, my, uh, you know, a woman's heart is an ocean of secrets. Really? That also sounds like something a fucking man would write for a woman. Yeah. And they, Who the fuck talks like that? And they did. And it's called in, and it's in Drive My Car. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> Essentially, it's the same shit. Yeah. Only way more subtle and better. Right. But, yeah. you know, so that, so yeah, it's like every other thing she says annoys me. Yeah. The character. Terrible. And even her, even, even the way she treats people, like she's very, I found her she's very arrogant. Sassy. Yeah. Sassy older woman. Yeah. Like, oh, she's a, she's a fun, this, this woman's Bri- a fun wait, old lady. Bringing, bringing 16 fucking pairs of like right. luggage for what, for one night? Also, to speak to her narcissism. <laughs> she is a narcissist. Yeah. Well, at the end, yeah. when she, does she die? Okay, I don't. It doesn't seem to because everyone read, says how she dies thinking no. of Jack. I don't think she dies. She I just read, has a dream. It, no, it's me, it's meant to be left in uh, for interpretation. I read the last uh, um, page of the script, and uh-huh. it says uh, Ro- old Rose lies still. She's either dreaming or something else, and dot 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 dot. Yeah, oh, it didn't this? seem to be that she died. Personally. I didn't. I didn't take it that she died. But I can understand why some people would. I yeah. I did not. I just think she's fucking sleeping. Yeah. But they're showing all the pictures of yeah. her. And it's again, it's supposed to show like <laughs> she's doing all the things that her and Jack talked about that they would do. Basically, Jack. She's riding, Jack, a, yeah. riding the horse. She's on the plane. Right. She's, she's Amelia Earhart, Earhart. She's on stage. She's got the headshot, yep. the old timey headshot. Yep. And, you know, again, Jack saved her, taught her what it was to, you know, inspired her to live the life she always wanted to live great and everything still worked out fine it's all just her (laughs) so all the pictures she brought to her fucking to this place none with her dead husband none with her kids none with her grandchildren this is all me Mm -hmm. me me thank you jack (laughs) also your memory is all for me yep i'm not telling anybody All right, I'll tell them now. Remember that necklace I got? Me. Going in the ocean. No one gets to have it. Only I do. Fuck you. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think of it that way, but yeah, you're right. Every picture. Yeah. Because I remember looking for the picture. I was There's like, no oh. other family member. I literally was thinking, like, oh, maybe we'll see her family. Maybe we'll see her husband. And no. No, mm-hmm. it's all just her. And these are the pictures she chose. Yeah. These are the pictures she brings when she travels. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck 
you. You're a bitch. She is a bitch. She's a horrible human I, being. You're like, Grandma, you don't care about your kids? I, I, that was my, I'd be annoyed. Mm-hmm. That would bother me. Yeah. It's like, this is what I like to say. I just like to be surrounded with me. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so, yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> but I don't know. I liked and, – and to your point, yeah, they needed a reason to, you know, yeah. show the it's wreck. the only reason, really. I think that could have worked if the writing was better. I, I like that framing device because I think it's a way in for us as a modern audience to get into that. Ten- and also it does give a sense of, I don't know. I like the, the, uh, the experience of re- recognizing that these people are dead. There's almost like a distance between us. Mm-hmm. But then when you really get into like when the Titanic breaks and stuff, then you're really sucked into the past. Yeah. So I thought it worked, and I thought seeing the actual records of the Titanic was cool as shit. I just thought yeah. that was cool. Oh yeah. And obviously Cameron thought it was cool too. He's like, we should put this in the film, and I do think that is a big part of the film success. Like I think a lot of people no one saw did stuff like that. Like that. He's, yeah. He, I mean, a lot of money went into just um, getting a bunch of submarines down there to film this stuff. Yeah. Well, and they went like over budget, I think, right? Oh, well, yeah, it's insane. It went insanely over budget. Okay. So much so, so that James Cameron. So this movie had two uh, production companies. It had 20th Century Fox and Paramount both co-financing this, <laughs> really? <laughs> this huge movie. They thought it was going to be a boondoggle. Uh-huh. They thought it was going to lose over $100 million. And so much so that James Cameron. Yeah, there were certain critics that were like, this might be the biggest bomb ever. Yes. James Cameron offered both these companies to take away his points to make it easy for them. Really? And they said no. Oh my God. And that's why he's George a billionaire. Lucas. That's why he's George Lucas wealthy. <laughs> he's a billionaire. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Can you imagine that? Saying was like, oh my God, I have to give back my points. I don't want to lose my career if this is a problem and it just winds up becoming the biggest movie ever. Right, yeah. Literally of all time. I, wow. It, it's still amazing to me that it's still number three on the list. I mean, that's incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, re- it's kind of weird. But yeah. But I, I like the wreckage and the transition into the past. I thought that was uh, cool. It was quite surreal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand that it's, it's an unnecessary framing device, but that doesn't mean I don't like it. I mean, uh, you know, not everything has to be Yeah, I don't think you really need necessary. it. I, I mean, it's very cinematic. I mean, it, it, you know, it's one for – if this yeah. was in a book and they had that, yeah. I'd be like, eh, okay. But, like, the, the visual effect of seeing that wreckage and just watching these – and it, you know what it is too? It's a dramatic uh, reminder while you're watching these people, yeah. like, oh, these people are doomed. Yeah, they're doomed. Yeah, they're you know what I mean? Die. Like you're you're watching the ship that's at the now right. at the currently at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, and uh, you know, I I like that. I, yeah, but I, and I agree with what you're saying, but I think it's just so poorly done and so poorly written. It actually loses um, its flavor for me and makes mm-hmm. it uh, just not needed. Like we could have just. I really don't think you needed old Rose to go into this whole story. Really? I just don't right. think it, it was needed. Uh, but that's just my opinion, whatever. I mean, I do think that's also part of why they had to make her 17 yeah. in the past. Cause it's like, how old can you make her? 101. She's 101. Man. <laughs> the actress Gloria Stewart was 87 when she, when they, when she did this and she lived to be a hundred. Oh, really? She lived to be a hundred for her. Good for her. Um, so yeah, uh, 
so technically all right yeah. so so we're talking about the beginning so we'll, let's get we'll let, let's get into more of the problems because you, you yeah. keep saying how it's poorly written so let's talk about why it's poorly written yeah um where do you want to start because i do i, mean, I am conflicted about this so i here's the thing people say this is romeo and juliet on the titanic and you know it's not that doesn't make any sense it's not romeo and juliet why because it's two dune lovers a yeah i guess it makes sense on really? the surface superficially very I'm superficially because very superficially. rose lives yeah. Romeo and Juliet, they both die. Right. Romeo and Juliet had two gangs fighting. That's why West Side Story is Romeo and Juliet. Yes. This is not. Two factions that hate each other. They, they, this is not factions. They can't be together. Yes. This, this, is, this version of Titanic is almost like a cross. You ever see the movie Ship of Fools? No. It's with Lee Marvin and Vivian Lee. And okay. it's really the same shit. It's about these people, this, the rich and the poor intermingling on on a ship on a doomed ship and the and ship of fools is uh is it's about the nazis and then um and then it's kind of like also like uh the grand illusion and how yeah i know, I know grand illusion yeah, and how that. you're dealing with different like different people, classes people even across different nationalities and ethnicities it, it, it's the classes that connect you not the yeah the yeah your nationality yeah so he so cameron while he was writing this was trying to jam pack that shit in with a love story right and which he's explicit about like he you know yeah. the class the the class distinctions oh, yeah. and stuff which he's done um, in other movies as I well i just don't think they'd fall in love with each other that that hard that quickly i just don't buy it well this is the thing in they terms also of fall... met, they also met during a suicide attempt right eh, that that was i mean let, let's get into rose's character a bit though this is like her being this is rose's movie crying for attention oh yeah yeah she's this is her film you don't realize that because, you know, DiCaprio became such a megastar after this movie came out. But she, Kate Winslet is the star yes. of this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's because it, Leo never says how old he is, but he's, they, they don't say, right, explicitly, but like no. he's young. I'm going to assume around a peer. He's a Yeah, he's her 18, peer. 19, yeah. maybe 20. He also maybe. never tells her that he loves her. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, which he should have, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it just feels like raging hormones. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, as it goes... And again, she says, like, he saved my life. Mm -hmm. But again, you were in the boat. Mm -hmm. You were saved. The reason you jumped out was because of him. Yeah. So you forced him to save your life, in a, in a sense. In terms of the, all the shit, he saved me up my life and inspired me to fucking go live and become ride horses and yeah. go on stage and do whatever I want. Um, and tell my mother to go fuck herself, uh, <laughs> yeah. even though her family's going broke, apparently. <laughs> um, you you would have had all that going down to the boat. Yeah. You know, it didn't add to anything. Mm -hmm. But I guess you were there for the horror of the Titanic getting destroyed and sinking, which um, yeah. is traumatizing. And also, you, you, you know, you could have, uh, you know, potentially argued that you did kill him because, you know, he might have found the fucking door by yeah. himself. Uh, and also... Uh, and I... Uh, but I... Could have let him on the door. I see. This is what I. I know this is a big point of contention in this movie. Is a big point of like mm -hmm. he could have fit on there too. I think if he, because you actually, I did pay attention to this. You actually do see him try to get on, and water keeps going onto the door. Mm -hmm. I think she pretty much wouldn't have been able to fit him. I think the door would have uh, tread water the whole time if they were both on it. That's what it looked like to me, and I think that's the implication. But. uh uh -huh. She could have at least tried more. Yeah. They could have at least tried more. Yeah. So instead of letting him uh, freeze to death and die, uh, yeah. there. 
you know, right in front of him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right in front of her, excuse me. And she just falls asleep. Yeah. Wakes up. Oh, I'm about to get live. Oh, you're dead. Okay, I'm just going to let you go. <laughs> Just like I let go of the heart of the ocean, I'm just going to let you sink to the bottom of the fucking floor. And never tell anyone about you. And then I'm going to all of a sudden find the strength to want to live. Right. And dive and start whistling. Yeah. Wow. What a horrible person. (sighs) It's a shame. I I mean, I did like Rose (laughs) because I forced myself to like her. And everything she did, I just chalked up to like, you're 17. Okay, she's 17. She's a kid. But... It's hard, you know. That's very uh, hard. I did. I uh, frankly, I did like she lived the way she did because I, I I like the line where he's like, "Promise me you'll live." It's something like that. Okay, so that's why people think she's die dies at the end. By the way, because he tells her, "You're not gonna die out here in the cold in the freezing water. You're gonna die warm, sleeping in your bed." That's why people think oh, right. she's okay. dying at the end. I mean, that's not her bed though. No. So. But it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Thematically and, and, and romantically, that correct. makes sense. Yeah. Um, um, I don't like the, the idea of thinking that this woman died in bed and the last thing she thought of was the 18-year-old boy from 85 years ago. Yeah. That she had a... And Victor Garber. Yeah, and a, had a 30-hour <laughs> tryst with. Yeah. Um, when she went on to have a husband and kids and grandkids and a family and an entire life for 85 years. Yep. That seems but like that a seems that, no it doesn't because that seems like our rose. That does Ugh, You're a real piece of shit then. <laughs> really? I it, it tracks. Yeah, it does track. You're it right. fucking tracks. It, it, it but I don't think the movie meant for that to track that way. Mm. I I mean who who's going to want to write an asshole like Cameron would? You know, yeah, Cameron might want to write an asshole. I think he accidentally wrote an asshole because he's an asshole. He is an asshole. You know, like, oh, this is romantic. No, this is selfish. She, she's a selfish character. Um, even with um, uh, Cal, um, Cal's an asshole. Cal's, yeah. uh, you know, there's a lot of negative things about Cal, but uh, Cal, like we said, tries to get in with her. He does not like uh, art, yet he buys her Picassos, uh, Degas, and Monet's. And, you know, wants to treat her like a fucking princess. Treats her mom pretty nice. He, he treats Lee. He treats I'm, her. You would think he would treat her mom like yeah. shit. He doesn't. Listen, he's an arrogant asshole. He's not a nice guy. But there's not Where's much. too much eyeliner and mascara. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's <laughs> too much justification. His wig is amazing, there's, by the way, in this movie. Yeah, it looks pretty good, right? It's a, it's a good wig. It's a good wig. That's a Sean Connery wig yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, that's a good wig. Yeah. Uh, there's not much justification in the film for her treating him the way she does off the bat she just off the bat she just doesn't like him she just doesn't like him yes and i guess and i'm going to you know i we can assume you can choose to assume that oh yeah maybe he treats her badly off the ship and then when other times he treats her badly. but we don't see that you that, don't that, see that, that because, really so with her not until um he, he uh, loses Sp- spicer lovejoy his pinkerton uh british yeah, guy british bodyguard whatever sees him uh her dancing uh uh, in the bows of the Titanic with the the pores. Yeah, well, that's when he starts. That. That's when he starts getting aggressive. Yeah, and listen, I get it. like he's trying to control her, and he's yeah. like this controlling husband and this very, uh, um, you know, well, borderline abusive. Yeah, at that point. abusive, controlling, uh, very traditional. Yeah, sense Gender of roles. what? Yeah, of what a wife is, and my wife is going to do what I say, what I say, all that shit. Yeah, because then at that point. 
she becomes like property to him instead right. of a person. Sure, F- fine. Yeah, but also, you are uh, going dancing with a hot young boy yeah. who apparently saved your life. Yeah, who, I'm not retarded. I can see between you two that you, like there's an attraction there. Yeah, like this guy's not an idiot. No. Uh, so that would piss me off. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. He get, should he lose his shit and slap her and all no. the shit he does? No, of course not. No. Um, that's a discussion, though. But sure. That, that uh, yeah, it's a that's stern what I'm discussion. saying. It's, that's a, like, it's what the fuck are you doing right now? Yeah. You're this a. Is not okay. A, we're gonna be married soon. Uh, B, this you're embarrassing me in front of everybody. Yeah, this is humiliating. Yeah. And that's not a. And also, bad like he does love her. Now. You know, it, it, I found it least, that he did in the beginning. Yeah. I found that he well even at the end like you know, he he he's he just foregoes the lifeboat to go find. He's like god damn it and he like goes and looks for her. Yeah. And that was interesting. That was an interesting turn. Oh okay, but mm-hmm. there's just no complexity on her part in terms of how she feels about him. None whatsoever. There's no nuance. She just hates him. No, she she views him as like kind of like a vector to the high society that she hates. That she right, feels that's stuff that's her. oppressing her. Yeah, yes. And he and he's like just the the metaphor for that. Right. Um, but well, it, you know, and again, and then you have that scene, um, with her mom, where her mom also recognizes like you're fucking everything up. Yeah, you know, it's two people, mm-hmm. right, that are telling you the same thing essentially. And her mom's like, "Listen, we're all, we're fucking broke, and this guy doesn't know it. Yeah, so you have to get through to this marriage so we can have a future." Mm-hmm. And that added, uh, I'm like, "Oh, that that's an interesting one. Now we have a complexity, mm-hmm. and now we're going to see Rose struggling with that." She and she's going to struggle. And because that I took as, okay, she hates him, mm-hmm. but it, it's not that the mom is basically saying it's not that simple. Yeah. You know, this is the life we live. Like this, this is a, you do know, you, and it almost kind of comes across as like, do you think I even loved your father? Right. Well, like there's, it's like, like, there's things involved. We there. have duties. We have roles that we have to play. Yeah. I understand that's hard and that sucks for you. But you know, right now we got to do what we got to do in order for our family to survive. Like yeah. your mom is willing to do it. Uh, you know, uh, any man would would have to be, you know, would have their duties as well. Mm-hmm. You as like we all have our roles to play. Yeah. Um. And that I took again, like, okay, now we have a struggle in Rose. I yeah. hate this man, but I need him for this. I love this other guy, but there's no future with him. Yeah. Monetarily, no. That's just she tells it. Him. Actually, that the only purpose that scene ends up serving is yeah. to turn Rose into more of an asshole in the eyes of the viewer personally <laughs> at least for me me being the viewer okay being like oh rose is actually uh it'd be one thing if rose was rich and it's mm-hmm. like oh, i'm just marrying another rich guy but no my family's future and legacy actually kind of relies right now on my marriage to this man yeah and that doesn't seem to bother me at all it bothers her for like one second in the scene okay yeah so the next scene we see her telling jack uh listen i can't i can't, really do, I this. can't, I can't. do this yeah and you would think uh, you would think long and hard before going back to Jack. It is, dude. It's a s- real quick. It's the next scene. It's the next scene. She she, she comes to she the. Did, it's just like, oh, you didn't even really mean it. To the top of the ship, and she's like, listen, I thought about it, and uh, I want that Leo Dick. Yeah, you know, that's what fuck I want. It. I, you know, it's <laughs> what I Mom want. Fuck herself. She'll be okay. <laughs> she's so close. She's lived her life. Yeah, if you think about it, the mom would. Yeah, what would happen to the mom? So. And we don't know what not, happens to the her. The mom is more dislikable than Cal throughout, like the entirety oh, yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she's Cause she's, she's way, much, she's selfish, just like Rose. Well, she's condescending and to condescending to everybody. She's condescending to um, 
Molly Brown. Molly Brown and to Leo. To Leo. To Jack. Yep. Uh I mean, literally, Rose says she looked at her like she was vermin. I mean, Rose even, ad, you know, fucking adds... Must be squashed like a bug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, because an old lady... So Rose even ma- makes her more contemptible. At least, yeah. what's his name? Hinkley, Billy Zane, um, he treats everybody like an asshole. He's just an asshole to everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like He's, he's, a, a he's an equal opportunity asshole, basically. Yeah. There's um, not really any scenes, really, of him, like, treating... Like he treats the his wife differently than anybody else, really. Yeah. But for the most part, you don't see an example of him being like, "Oh, I'm treating the help like the help, and yeah. I'm treating the rich guy like the rich guy." He's yeah. anyone he interacts with, he's pretty much a prick. Yeah, he's a snobby know-it-all. Yeah, and you know, rich motherfucker. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he is. And if he doesn't get his way, he'll just fucking give you a twenty. Right. Exactly. That's how he operates. So, you know, and again, it it's not even. This is why I say it's raging hormones. The love story is what I said earlier about it being a skeleton of a love story. Mm-hmm. I can't. Can you even describe Rose? I'm stealing this idea from another uh, uh, um, critic, Red Letter Media, to do this. I like, think she's like a proto-feminist. Okay, sure. Uh, what else? So what? What do you? What, what's her personality? Uh, selfish loves art. Um, loves art's not a personality. Selfish, sure. <laughs> uh. She's nice. I, you know, may, no. Is she nice? I, she's I'm nice making to some shit people, up. and she's not nice. I mean, she does I don't know selfish if she's things. Really nice. Um, I think she, she's empathetic to poor people. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. Well, you, because yeah, right, they're not of. rich, she just hates rich people. Yeah. Hates it. I don't even know. You know that that would um, be a stretch. Rebellious. Sure. She's rebellious. In this moment, I yeah. mean, there's no. There's no indication she was rebellious beforehand. Um, she's, she's suicidal. She's suicidal. She's sort of. She gossips. Sort of. <laughs> what can are you, you say saying about she's, her? Are you saying she's not a complete character? Right yes. Now? <laughs> now, Jack, you could say some things. I think Jack's adventurous. He's uh, devil may care. Yeah. Devil may care. He's, he's um, he he is uh, he's fun loving. Um, He's uh, a risk taker, you know, yeah. with the poker thing. He's he's rebellious. I hate that scene, by the way, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's stupid. Uh, he's rebellious. He's um, you know, uh, what's where he's actually quite clever. He he, he shows some wit mm-hmm. now and again in the scene where everyone's trying to kind of put him down. He's quite aware of the world and how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, he's aware of his place in his class, and uh, but he doesn't really um it, even when he's condescended to it doesn't even seem to affect him that much he seems to have he has he's, more of a personality than she does he's more sacrificial than her, she is yeah well he ends up being he has a bit of an arc sort of yeah um, that's the thing they don't really have arcs either of them no they're kind of just them yeah yeah i mean he does take responsibility for her at the end and he does seem to you know love her and uh but, you know, uh, again, the, they don't even learn much about each other. She learns that he right, no. he draws in Paris. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's about it. Why do you love each other? They don't even really know each other by the end. He's no, from they, Chippewa fucking Falls. We don't, we don't find anything about her family, her past, whether she has siblings, anything, which you would find out between the two of them. There's no there's real no, opening up between them. Because even when he, he, he asks her 
point blank not only like do you love him but like why you're doing that like he he right. tries to get to he's the bottom surprised. of yeah, things yeah 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 and she just does not tell him yeah really oh you're rude no yeah yeah and then she lies says i do love him yeah and he tells her listen i know i only have ten dollars in my pocket but uh you know i i can tell you're not happy right uh yeah i'm not happy well why aren't you happy uh i don't know let's let's go fucking the back of a rolls royce right yeah i mean there's she no open up at all there's no real uh connection there's uh, no on, specificity on a, on a, to the relationship yeah. there's no specificity to it whatsoever yeah they just love each other because they love each other because we're putting them together in the film because you're yeah. watching a movie about them. Yeah. because That's magnets. what it ends up being. And they're both hot. <laughs> they're both hot, yeah. So we buy it. Yeah. I mean, really. <laughs> both hot and emotional, so we buy it. <laughs> and they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's even with the husband. Like, it is, it is interesting because it, it's a nice contrast to his villainy mm-hmm. that he's in love with her. Yeah. But I don't. She, he's just in love with her. There's no. There's no sense to why. There's not a gentle, tender moment between these two throughout the entire film. There's no sense of even. Yeah, you're right. Did they ever get along in this relationship? Because no, all we all they we seem do like is strangers. All we do is see him plead about letting him in. Right. I give you all this shit. Why don't you love me? Why don't you try and love me? And you know, I guess that's supposed. What to, else do I have to do? Right. But that's supposed to be. Um, but she doesn't, way, tell, she doesn't tell him either, though. Right, that's true. That would help but if she, instead of just looking in the mirror and gazing at the fucking necklace, maybe tell him, hey, Cal, uh, I don't like certain things. But she right. doesn't fucking or, do it. Also, like, I don't really care about money, and the only way you can express your love is just by buying shit, by which doesn't giving. cost yes. you anything, really, at the end of the day. Uh, you can always buy, you can always, your way of expressing love is writing a check. Yes. And that's not love. Correct. Okay, we could we could have gotten... But again, I'm just reading into that because yeah. I'm trying to find the layers that aren't there. Yeah. Yeah, and but then it would also lead to maybe uh, because in that if that scene were to happen at that point in the movie, we might like Cal because he might give a good answer. Well, that's the thing, and Cameron does <laughs> this in point. his films. He did it in Avatar too. <laughs> we're like the villain is the villain, dude. Yeah. There's no nuance. We have to fucking hate this guy. Like even the bodyguard, we just hate these people. Yeah. They are just straight villains. We don't want any ambiguity whatsoever. Yeah. Jack's the good guy. Rose is the good guy, even though she come, she ends up being an asshole. Yeah. She does asshole things. I mean, I don't think she's a bad person. And again, I tell myself she's fucking 17 years old. She doesn't know anything, and she doesn't. But that doesn't give you an excuse writing-wise to just have her do stupid shit because 17-year-olds do stupid shit. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. annoying. So I'm sitting there going, you're a fucking idiot. Why are you jumping out of the boat? Yeah. Yeah, I remember as a kid, that scene really, like, I didn't, it didn't make sense to and me. And you should have had her, like, have her do one thing, yeah. one thing that's selfless in the film. Mm-hmm. So, like, give, I thought, I, for sure, uh, not for sure, but I thought, oh, maybe she gives the dad the boat spot away. She yeah. doesn't, give it, have her give it away to somebody. Mm-hmm. But you need that dramatic fucking emotional moment of her jumping off and hanging onto the railing. Yeah. And it's, and you needed the, cause you needed the line, I jump, you jump. So yeah. she needed to literally to jump. Say that a, a few times. Yeah. As if, you know, that really matters about anything. Oh, how romantic. It's not romantic. It's not romantic. It's moronic. <laughs> it's annoying. It's a death wish. <laughs> That's what it is. Um, there are, I, let's talk about also just the bad writing about, not even about the love story. I just more really want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so the water at the time of the sinking of the Titanic was 28 degrees. 
Yes. Fahrenheit. Okay. Um, within, this I just let go, but yes. No, you, well, yes, you have to – going into it, we, we have to suspend reality. But at some point, it, it gets a little ridiculous, and you have to actually comment on it because it's so much. Here's yes. Thing, because now they I'll tell go you back why. into the water over and over again. It takes minutes – for your body to be in cold water like that to go into either cardiac arrest and you die, uh, hypothermia and you die, cold shock, you die. You die within a few minutes of being in this water. Rose and Jack are constantly in this cold water for the entire time it's almost sinking. In and out. Yeah, they're constantly going very in. long periods of time. The water's blasting them through the putting, gates. Putting their head underwater, f- trying to find the keys when they were uh, locked in. Right. Uh, going to save Jack uh, when t- to the axe. Well, that's thing. sort of the first. So that I just suspend disbelief because I'm like, oh, she's going to. And I forgot this. I'm like, she's going to go shave Jack. They're in the water. They're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. They get out of it. Then they get lost. Mm-hmm. They see the kid. Yeah. Water's blasting. Yep. They get blasted. They eventually get through. They get out of it again. Yep. Then he comes after them with the gun. The and they gun. go back in the water and do the whole thing again. Yep. Yes, they do. And even the, with the gun thing, <laughs> I'm like, literally at this point, I can no longer suspend disbelief. Yeah. And I'm going, you're going back in that freezing water. Yeah. Because you're running away from the guy, the gun. He's been, he's wildly shooting. Yes, he is. The, how many guns are in the clip? At, at some point, <laughs> I would have been like, all right, he's out of gun. Let's go charge him. Yeah. That's what I, because I have a better chance of surviving, if it's not a movie, I have a better chance of surviving, charging him and getting back to dry land mm-hmm. than going through this water again and going through hallways and getting stuck. It's such a ridiculous uh And he didn't beat. need that scene. The only reason they did this is because we really had to show he's the villain now. Yes, exactly. You Re- need that, we had to really pound this home. We needed that antagonist yes. action movie one-on-one sort of fight at the end of the film when you didn't need it. it. Takes it's you like out. Cameron couldn't, takes fuck, you he couldn't fucking help himself. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, even if, he, as rich as this man was, he wouldn't have gotten away with it even if he lived past Yes, Because no. people would be like, oh, he's the crazy man who was shooting at people while the Titanic was sinking. Yeah. And he'd be fucking arrested. Yeah, That's no what way. would happen. No matter, no matter how much money he had, he'd be arrested because a bunch of people saw that. It doesn't make, like, and he got that emotional to kill them. Just leave. They're going to die anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he even says it, so why? Why? Just, well, my, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Also, the Pinkerton sucks. How do you just let this fucking rich noob just take the gun away from you? Yeah, You're the worst bodyguard ever. Right. The worst. Anyway, what else? Well, I mean, I will push back a bit on the freezing cold water <laughs> just because, um, just because of Wim Hof. You know Wim Hof, right? No. He's a Swedish guy that, um, what is Wim Hof Norwegian? Whatever. Look him up. Very famous. Okay. Uh, he's the Iceman. He okay. went through Mount Everest in a pair of shorts. Okay. Went through Sahara. Ran through the Sahara Desert without any water. Mm-hmm. Um, he now he's famous for uh, cold water uh, breathing and and cold water immersion. Okay. And you could be in freezing cold water. And there's all these Amer. Just Google him. Wim Hof. W I M H O F. If no one's heard of him. Okay. He's he's amazing. So so like basically you he can uh, teach you. He learned himself through um, basically it's a meditative form of breathing, I guess. But it, it, basically you change your breathing and your body adjusts to the water. And not only are you no longer freezing, you actually warm the water around okay. you. 
Um, so I'm going to juxtapose a man who's trained himself to do this yes. so, to a 17-year-old well, girl well, it's, who's never experienced any no, 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 no. Yeah, hardship yeah, yeah. in her life. I'm just saying this is why I could suspend this, Luke, because it okay. is possible. And actually, <laughs> actually, I'll say this too. I was yeah. going to say it at the end, but let me say it now. Because I was Googling. I, I Googled this. So I Googled, okay. like you did. I Googled, I was like, how fucking cold was this water? I was like, 27 degrees. Yeah. These kids would have frozen. They're not Wim Hof, because I did have Wim Hof. They would have. And then I happened to find... Not one. only that, in real life, Kate Winslet got hypothermia filming this movie. <laughs> what really? Yeah, and the, and the water so funny. And the water was sixty degrees. Right. Yeah. yeah so yeah. go ahead. Uh, this guy named uh, Charles uh, Huffin, Juffin, J U J O U G H I N. Okay. Uh, he was the chief baker okay. on the ship. Okay. And he i guess the ship was going down and he just like started drinking he was like drunk he got wrecked they show this in a night to remember yeah oh they do okay yeah. he fucking gets tanked on brandy. so yeah so he got fucking tanked yep um he actually went down with the ship the same way he describes it the same way jack and rose did they're on mm -hmm. the outside of the rail mm -hmm. and he's like i took it down like an elevator uh he swam yeah for over an hour uh-huh and he said he didn't feel the cold and he found the capsized lifeboat where guys were on it. A bunch yeah. of guys were on it. And he, capsized uh, B, I think it yeah. Was. And, um, uh, he couldn't fit on the boat, mm -hmm. but one of the guys there was like in the kitchen or a cook or something. They knew each other. He's like, mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, he's, he held his hand mm -hmm. just so he didn't, uh, float away. Yeah. And he was in the water for two hours mm -hmm. and eventually the carp, the, what was the ship that Carpathia. The, the Carpathia came and saved them mm -hmm. and all he had was swollen feet he had like no injuries you think it had might have had something to do with him drinking so that's what I thought apparently drinking can exacerbate oh. hypothermia oh. to this day they did tests on him they said they don't know how it happened okay but there's something about I think him saying I didn't feel the cold mm -hmm. like maybe it was a mental thing because Wim Hof said like a lot of this is it's meditative, right? So it's yeah. your brain making certain changes um, along with your body mm -hmm. and it's your brain sending signals to the immune system. Maybe he's just like, nah, it's not cold. It's just brain power. I don't know. Mind over matter. He's like, it's not cold. Yeah, I could buy that. So, but, but the, the problem is that when Kate went to go save Jack, you hear her scream. Oh, he also, <gasps> he also says multiple times, holy shit, this water is cold. <laughs> so they acknowledge it out loud with words. Yes. <laughs> The, you know what I uh, what uh, the, the way beautiful uh, really clear water in the North Atlantic. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't it's dirty, dirty water. At all. Um, <laughs> why I was able able to suspend disbelief, like oh he froze he didn't freeze there, but he froze in the water. It was like oh I guess because he wasn't he was moving and there was adrenaline and all this shit. But you sort of just let it go. I I, I just kind of let it go. But the thing I didn't let go is when the when he chased them with the guns and they're going, I'm like, Terrible. we're doing this again. Terrible. We're doing this again. You guys already went through this twice. We don't need it again. It's a mm -hmm. fucking three hour, 15 minute movie. Mm -hmm. um, also takes away from the sinking of the ship. Yes. Which is, which is, uh, that I wanted to see more of that. Yeah. So talking about the sinking of the ship, I mean, to me, it was as good as any horror film ever. Even he even built in the suspense of yeah. her, when she was in the hallway and mm -hmm. you could hear the creaking yeah. and you know the water's coming. Yeah. Like that's that was like aliens shit. Yeah. And that's Cameron at his best. So I really like all this stuff. I don't we'll talk about like the Academy Awards with this movie, but I don't have a problem with him. I don't think he should have won Best Director, but I actually wouldn't have a, had a problem 
not liking with me not liking this movie, not have a, a problem with him actually getting nominated for best director, just because I kind of view it as like the first thirty minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, like it's so this section of the movie is so well it's done, so well done, and it's so brilliant. intense in just every feasible way. Like it, it's just such a marvel of physical movie making that like I can't deny it. Yeah, it's really it's, well done. Yeah. No, it's a good word. It really is a technical marvel. And I mean, some yeah. of the scenes where it's just horrifying where the back of the ship eventually picks up and then slams back down at a yeah. bunch of people. Yeah. I mean, it's... And this was the first movie that showed that happening. Oh, really? Because before, before they found Titanic in 1986, I think, they didn't know it split because it got so dark, uh... people didn't know it split. Now, in re- in reality, it didn't go at a 45-degree angle when it split because it was really high when that yeah. happened. And re- they think it was more like 15 degrees, but okay. still, that's, you know, it's still split. Right. You know, and it bounced into the ocean again. Right. It's pretty nuts. Well, they said that was part of the reason why uh, the lifeboats didn't go back. Like, it is true that not, uh, I think only a couple lifeboats went back because mm-hmm. they were scared of the suction from the ship sinking. Yeah, and it caused, take it down and it caused waves when it when it happened right yeah i mean that's horror i mean that is truly horrifying just think about being in the middle of the ocean there are waves in the dead of night you're in freezing cold water you can't see anything yeah i mean the fact that 700 people fucking survived is a goddamn miracle probably um but that the fact that there were people in the water that survived like i I think there were people hanging on seven people they were on debris and shit right Mm -hmm. that actually survived Mm -hmm. i mean watching that and what's truly horrifying, I'm like, this actually happened. Yeah. Like you, it felt like a glimpse into the past. It, yeah. it, like I was experiencing the past as it was happening. Yeah. And that's that's the it, – it, it's truly magical movie making. The production design is top-notch. The set making is top-notch. The costumes. You know, everything that has to do with – I mean, they um, even adjusted for inflation, the cost of making Titanic uh, was more than – actually building the titanic right that's incredible so they they built almost like a life-size replica of the titanic in this studio yeah they built different sets to show the different parts with hydraulics um the tank was a 17 million gallon tank that had a 270 degree horizon line to make it look like the ocean like it's that's it's cra- crazy the, the production for this movie is insane uh and they really put a lot of forth you know thought into how this was going to get you know made and done and it's just really amazing stuff it's just the scale is just uh huge and you feel it you feel it in this movie oh yeah you do really they really do a good job with uh all that yeah i remember because i'm watching this too and i'm watching this too uh at the halfway mark is when they hit the iceberg yeah and i go to tina i was like oh wow we we're only like halfway through the film Mm -hmm. but i almost wanted it to be longer because it was so good yeah personally I mean, the love story shit. I mean, again, to your point, when the gun thing was happening, I'm like, dude, can we get back to the surface? There's so much more you could show than these Mm -hmm. fucking two people. And I do care. I I do actually connect to Rose and Jack. Like, I don't want them to die. But uh, I was just so enthralled by the ship and how it was breaking. And um, yeah. And I do think the juxtaposing of the shipwreck in the beginning mm-hmm. did elevate that ex- did it okay so elevate yes. that experience for me he did that on purpose Cam- so cameron used all of his footage when he actually shot um the wreckage 
and that when he gave it to the set makers and all those people, they knew exactly how it had to look. Uh huh. So it, it there was there's a hyper realism uh, to the movie, right? Uh, that works really well. Um, you know, all the I can't really fault any of this stuff. That whole last right. sequence, and this is why I do truly really believe. Well done. I do truly believe he. I mean, he deserved a best director, not for sure, because yeah. you know, you could separate it too, because you can say. Because, uh, listen, there's a separation between director and writer. Yes. If he didn't write the script, he's like, uh, listen, he did the best job of the script that he had. He it's did telling, write the script, but... It's telling that this movie wasn't nominated for its script. Yes. This movie, which won all those awards, it's tied, tied with two other movies for the most Academy Awards ever in a single year, and had all that money, didn't get a script nomination. Yeah. It's, People it's, knew. It's not a good script. No, it's not. You know? It's just not a good story. It's a simple story. It's simple and it's too simple. Yes, he likes to when you uh, listen to him interview, he likes to elevate it. But uh, yeah, well, he know. did the same with Avatar. Oh yes, unobtainium. No, we can't talk about it yet. We can't talk about Avatar yet. Unobtainium. <laughs> he's he's this very is better than Avatar. This script. He's on the nose. Oh, very. Not, he's nose, not a yeah. subtle man. True no. Lies, not a subtle movie. No. And and I love True, true Lies. I love True Lies. I mean, movie. True Lies is also unsubtle on purpose yes, but he's making clear, fun of things yeah but also you know it, it's unsubtle because it, this camera really have the ability to be subtle not particularly um i think terminator 2 is pretty subtle in some respects yeah i don't know let's talk about it. i love terminator 2 i love yeah. it i think it's a great script the ideas are subtle. Um, yes the, yeah. but the, in terms of the human relationships and stuff it's they're not uh, bad, poorly written. No, but, I don't. I think that's actually a well-written movie. Yeah, but, no. Uh, I think it's a great script. Um, yeah, but I, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. he, you know? he's a uh, muscular. Not as great as straight. No, he's and he's a muscular filmmaker. He, yeah, you know, that's what he likes. That's what he's good at. I mean, he he came up as a special effects whiz. Oh working, yeah, no, he's working a, for Lucasfilm. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he is. So no, he's brilliant technically. Yeah, I mean, even that, like he talked about it growing, like he would like take cameras apart and just figure out how they worked. <laughs> you know, that's how he learned how to like make films. Okay, so it's like Brian, Brian May with his uh, red guitar. Oh, really? Yeah, the same thing. Brian May uh, built his own guitar. Oh, the wow! Guitar, I know that. The guitar he plays on Queen albums is he built that when he was like ten years old, something like that. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Fucking prodigy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, I don't know what else is there to talk about. Um. We shattered it a lot. We liked, I, I, but I did enjoy the film, you know. And I was, I won't say I was moved by it emotionally. I, I was moved with the sinking. I was moved for the plight of the people in general. Like there was a experience of yeah. anxiety and kind of horror. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- there was two thousand two hundred people on the maiden voyage of the Titanic. Yeah, there was twenty five. Oh, okay, it could fit, but I think it was twenty two hundred total. Okay, it could fit. 3,400, but there wasn't that many people on there. Uh-huh. Um, watching this movie, did you get the sense that there was more than 2,200 people on the ship? Because I did. It's kind of like when I uh-huh. watch when I watch these epic uh, movies, it's like, um, I don't know. I don't want to throw any kind of movie about it, but let's But let's just give an example like Gladiator. I know when I'm watching Gladiator, um, when the Germanic tribes were fighting the Roman uh, Roman uh, army. Yeah. There wasn't hundreds of thousands of people on either side. No, fighting. no, no, no. That's just in not any how it ancient worked. battle. Not in any ancient battle. But really. when you watch a movie, 
for the scale, they make it seem like that all right. the time. And I got that sense from Titanic where I felt when I was watching this movie that more than 1,500 people died. Hmm. Uh, I didn't get that sense. I didn't I felt like think there was about it. It didn't. Everywhere. There were. I didn't even All think about it. I didn't consider it, to be honest. You might yeah. be right. Maybe I'd, I would have to go back and there was, look at it again. It felt like there were like hundreds of people in the water already. It felt like there were it, hundreds there of were. people on deck. It did feel that way, yeah. It felt very large. And I get why they do it. Don't. I'm not criticizing it that in that way. It's just I, I, I'm criticizing movies in general that like to make it feel bigger or the loss more important or the win more important. They make it. Right, yeah. You know, they up the scale. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I um I'm going to say no. It didn't feel like more, okay. but I didn't consider Okay. the number. I knew I knew there were over 2000 people on the ship and I at no point did I have the thought or experience like, "Oh shit, it seems like a lot more people than that." Personally. Okay. Uh all right, let's talk uh just uh quickly, I guess, about the ending, how she throws <laughs> The heart of the ocean underway. Oh my God, so when she dude, does that pissed me so off let me, so much. We talked about it at length already, but here's the thing. When it the original ending called for her doing that in front of Bill Paxton's character. Oh my God, are you kidding me? And Bill Paxton understood why she did it. Shut the fuck and up. They had to uh cut that out. Because people were like, that's bull that's they hated it yeah which means they would have hated her throwing it without anybody there yeah but i guess they went i guess it was just way too far like he honestly if she did that in front of him he'd fucking toss her over there yeah <laughs> he tossed, you old bitch you're going in with it fuck you you want to go into yeah. the ocean with jack i'll throw you there yeah oh my god <laughs> she should have given it to him that was such bullshit she shouldn't give she should have given it to them yeah I don't. It's it's a it's a hack. It's hack shit. It's hack shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's again. Yeah, it's James Cameron's idea of what romantic is. Yes. Yeah. As we have the. Uh, it's not romantic. It's selfish and narcissistic. As we have the flute solo and the Icelandic singers. Yeah. Uh, singing, and then we go right into Celine Dion singing. Um, fun fact: Celine Dion, this uh, that single is the second highest single for a female song ever. Really? Sold uh, 18 million copies as a physical single. Holy shit. Number what was one, number one? Winnie Houston or something? Yeah, Winnie Houston. Another movie. Uh, my, heart will, oh, uh, my Heart Will Go On. Yeah. Not My Heart Will Go no, On. God the, damn it. The Bodyguard? The Bodyguard. Uh, and uh, I Will Always Love You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God. I, yeah, that sold like 20-something million copies. Wow. Okay. Uh, the number one physical copy is Bing Crosby's White Christmas. I, I knew that actually, yeah. which makes sense because it was the year after World War Two started, so right. all the people, all the people are missing their loved ones. It makes sense. Yeah, that, that makes sold sense. like fifty million. Holy shit! Singles. Um. Yeah, her throwing that away was the worst uh, part of the whole film. That was the worst part of the whole film for me. I yeah. hated it so much. And I was also I hated the, it. That whole framing that, also device. Also, her giving it to him could have redeemed her so much. So much of my criticisms are her. Mm -hmm. I could have looked the other way and, and redeemed had she given him the necklace i'm like no you're just a selfish bitch to the end man yeah. also how she finds it like in her pocket she just whips it out looks at it now this woman just survived a horrible wreck yeah lost the man of her dreams love should be tra uh, traumatized on in every Wait, facet not only that any possible every possible was way. freezing almost near death all that yeah. stuff and she's just letting the fucking rain hit her Oh, yeah, that's true. We're heading into New York. That was only hours ago. Right, yeah. Raining, not giving a shit. 
you, you should be sick probably. Pulls it, pulls out the thing. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I have this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't do anything with it. Doesn't my tell anyone Dawson. about it. Yeah. I, she took his last name, but never spoke of him for 85 years. 85 years. She never spoke of him again. Do you think Jack would have wanted her to throw that fucking thing in the ocean? No, I don't think so. Jack would be like, what are you doing? Give it to your granddaughter. Yeah, give it away. Do something. Keep it. Give it's it a charity. Yeah. It's a, And like that's a memory of Jack, and she wants to keep it to him to herself so much. Like, I'm going to die, Yeah. and Jack's not going to live on. He's going to die with me. Yeah. Oh, I hated it. I hated it so much. <laughs> and for some reason, I remembered her giving the necklace to Bill Pax. I don't know why I thought that. No, so when no. I saw her do that, I was so mad. No. I was so mad. Like, it almost ruined the movie. Thank God they didn't keep him in there. Just like, I can just picture that scene, him, like, nodding and smiling. Yeah, I understand. Oh, God. Yeah, I know why you did that. Because then we're going to hate both of them. Not only that, like, also, like, what you, how you said she was a narcissist. Like, this whole movie is uh, predicated on the belief that she's one day with her granddaughter in her nice little middle class life doing pottery somehow hears something about the titanic uh through happenstance yeah uh 10 years after it was found so this would obviously be over the news i I don't believe that for a second but what gets her in there is that oh that was me like you said right oh yeah that's true was me that's true because That's, that's my drawing right so give it back to me and she says that she goes that's i want to see my drawing yeah and not only that, what makes it even worse <laughs> is this fucking cunt <laughs> hears that story, yeah. sees the drawing, yep. goes, that's fucking me. Bring me over there. Yeah. I'm going to tell them the whole story. Yep. And then they're not even going to get the necklace. Nope. I'm fucking here to tell my story yep. about my drawing uh-huh. and my great love mm-hmm. that I'm throwing this in the ocean and I'm going to bed. Okay. Surrounded by Get pictures it? of myself. I got all the pictures up of me on a whole. You see that? That's me. Yeah. That's me. That's me. That, I think she had This the, is about me. Yeah. And the old, uh, she had, I think neck and like on that thing was the old uh, fucking hair clip. Like they gave her the hair clip. The, 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 the butterfly hair clip. It's very, it's important to the movie. She takes it off before the nude. Uh, oh, right, drawing. right, right. Okay. She's looking at it constantly. Yeah. She's yeah. The story. I've, pretty sure it was like oh it's on the table near like like hey here this is like we're giving it to you give him the fucking necklace you're such a bitch oh i hate this woman (laughs) i hate her i hate her so much i fucking hate her i gotta see a cut of that film where that scene isn't in it and even the way she does it too she's so like pleased with herself when Mm -hmm. she goes to the front of the ship and she's like oh yeah oh she's like oop and we, we, you know, goes, <laughs> jumps on it. Like, she's, you. like you're thinking, is she going to jump off like she did almost did in the beginning yeah. of the film? Nope, nope. I'm just going to throw it out there. Go Oop. fuck yourself. Yeah. Everybody who spent a lot of money trying to find this. Nope. Millions of dollars. Suck my ass. Hours of research. They listened to your bullshit the whole time. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and some of them were horrible gonna... to you, and then you won them over. Yeah. You won them over with your story. I mean, and it would have been such a great payoff. It would That would have been a really nice scene. Where she's like, they're like, okay, well, oh, wait, 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 I have a, I have a surprise for you guys. What? Mm-hmm. I have the necklace. And whips it out just like she found it in the, uh, yeah, on that would have been amazing. Carpathia. That would have been amazing. No. Nope. 
No. No, 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 no. It's not about you. I keep Jack to myself. <laughs> she said she does tell them that. She he's only it. gonna live in my memory. Yeah. He's just up here. Otherwise he's dead. He dies with me. Yeah. No one else can have him. Oh. <laughs> even, Terrible. Even the one legged prostitute. Yeah. Can't have him. Terrible. You didn't tell you didn't tell your husband about him? Really? Why? I don't care if my wife told me at seventeen. Sure, great love. That would have been nice to connect. She clearly doesn't connect with people still. I hadn't figured it out. <laughs> Maybe she's got Asperger's. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything else. Oh, there's one thing I actually really hated. Um, and it's very small and it's petty of me. I get it because I'm, I'm small and petty. Um, I hated that right before the dinner. And I didn't think the dinner scene was bad. I actually thought it was pretty well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was too. Yeah. I hated that Kathy Bates, Molly Brown, just so happened to have a tux, a tux. Uh, for her, that her son, that's the size, her son is the size of Leonardo DiCaprio, even though the son is not on the goddamn boat. But she yeah. has a tux that fits Jack Dawson to a T. Oh, he, Amazingly. he, he was fitted. He wears that shit like he fucking owned it. Honestly, you know what I... I hated that scene. I couldn't stand it. You know what, you know what I figured? I made this up, but mm -hmm. I just assumed it. I assume she had they had a tailor on the ship. That's what I was hoping, but no. She just says, "Oh, I dusted off this thing. It fits you like a glove, Jack." Yeah. Wow. Whoa. I would have bought. <laughs> I would have bought the tailor. Yes. Yeah. Of course. There, and that would have been should a be a tailor. There's rich that, people on this yeah, fucking boat. Exactly. Just say that. Just have her be like, "Hey, Taylor, look at this guy. Size him up. I got." And actually, it, it would have been a nice uh, another. Um, like sort of class distinction like we got yeah. tailors on this ship and also They're... shows that molly brown's not a fucking asshole right yeah i mean obviously and she's that not. scene is showing she's not an asshole. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong but what i'm saying it's an even a better way of doing that instead of like oh hey you i'm to dust off this old thing right give it to you couldn't i couldn't stand it i had to pause it because oh, i was just not bad because i'm just like it took me out so much i'm like and there's a few of those things in this movie, but that was the worst. Right. Worst one. You know, one of the things that bothered me. And Fabrizio. A Any Fabrizio. <laughs> anything with Fabrizio annoyed me. Oh, Jack, where are you? When, it's a going down. When he gets crushed, I felt nothing. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. I didn't care when he died either. I, I thought. Oh, no. Oh, it's a coming. Didn't care. Didn't care. Laughed. I know that's terrible and probably. <laughs> probably very sociopathic of me but no, it's not it's hilarious it's he sucks the he character sucked. sucks he sucked anyway. i'd be offended if i was italian and, and watching that guy hey <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> fucking dick you know what i you know what <laughs> which i don't know if this is petty whatever yeah. i didn't like when they're coming back first off mm -hmm. they're coming back hand in hand to her Oh, Beyonce's. Yeah. Yep, I noticed room. that too. Yeah. You're a, you're a piece of shit. Also, you're asking for trouble. You're asking for the guy to hit you in the face. You know he's a scumbag. Yeah. And no one would take that. No, mm -hmm. no. But I'm not saying that everyone would. You deserve to get hit, but like no one would be able to handle that emotionally. There would that be. You're, you're, an issue? you're cucking him. Yeah. In front of everybody, to a man who you know is uh, rich, volatile, volatile dangerous, all that stuff. But then the bodyguard slips the necklace in his pocket. That's a heavy necklace, man. You had to have felt that. Not only that. That's honestly that's okay. It's even okay that mm. they found it and blamed mm -hmm. him. What I didn't buy yeah. was for one second would Rose think he actually took it. I no. thought that was stupid. She didn't. No, she did. 
Because remember, she comes back later and he goes, how'd you know I didn't take it? She's like, I just knew. She uh, doubts yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She doubts him. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's yeah, that yeah, moment yeah, where like yeah, she... Yeah. And Leo's like, I didn't tell you. You got to believe me. Why wouldn't he just say, do you really think I walked back with you uh-huh. after you t- they... We know they're back in the room. Yeah. And I stole the necklace, put it in my coat pocket, and came back in front of the cops. Yeah. That makes no sense, Rose. Mm-hmm. Why would I come back with you with the necklace in my pocket? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's a small okay. thing, but that was so dumb. And it was supposed to be another strengthening moment where later she's like, you know what? I just realized it wasn't you. As opposed to being like, no, no, it's common sense. They, yeah. it, clearly the guy, it was planted. Yeah. Like a Baltimore cop. Yes, yeah. exactly. So come on, that was stupid. Um, Spicer Lovejoy, the guy who plants the uh, necklace, uh, I said it to you earlier, but I, I just want to get this on audio because I love it so much. He is the scientist in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Ooze. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, really? I've seen his face before. I, it's probably not from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I like I him because I've seen him in other things, but like, I just didn't buy him as a heavy. No, it's hard to buy him as a heavy. I mean, he's That's, tall. Yeah, but... I just didn't. I didn't buy him as a guy who I should well, be afraid he seemed, of. He seemed more like a fixer than a straight bodyguard. Yeah, I agree with That's that. That's what I got. Like to be fair, like he doesn't. He's not scary because he's just supposed to be this big intimidating guy. He has a gun. It would have been I mean? yeah. It would have been nice to like see him do something where I believe. He's I, I just dangerous. he's got a gun. You know whatever. Was a, uh, they throw in Pinkerton. Right. Yeah, yeah, Pinkerton. yeah, yeah. He was a Pinkerton. And it's more him as an extension of the uh, – Of Cal. Yeah. Of Cal, basically. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of company he keeps. Like, the, you know, he's he's a dangerous man, and he yeah. keeps dangerous company. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anything else? I don't, I don't think so. Um, you know, I think in general, I actually didn't like how this movie was acted. Um before we go i just didn't um i think kate winslow was all right but i um there's some uh line deliver deliveries in this film that uh didn't do it it didn't do it for me and i think uh it actually had some had, had more to do with the editing because i think this yeah, is a yeah. well edited film but within the love story and how they uh talk and the cross cutting between them um it's because there's no fucking substance in the writing i didn't like how some of the things were said yeah um it came across not only just as childish and i get it that they're supposed to be ch- children and uh, that's not what it is but I it's just think. i found it to be not good acting actually um i i think that's more because I, I see what you're saying i think yeah. it's more a reflection of the poor writing okay yeah there was, so these characters seem uh, it's a it didn't seem real yeah they're a little unbelievable yeah it's and it also came across as reading lines this is how i think i might should sound right yeah yeah, yeah. rather than just sounding it you know um, I mean, there's some shitty dialogue that they have to deal with in this film. Yeah, this is there's some George Lucas uh, prequel Star Wars level shit yeah. in this movie. Um, like it's like that uh, like fake Shakespearean uh, stuff. Yeah, well, it's on. like this elevated romantic language, kind of, yeah. sort of. Yeah. You know, he's trying. I don't know if he was trying to find the cadence of how people back then talked. I I don't know. Yeah. Um. I I don't like that victor garber is in this movie there i don't like victor garber <laughs> oh really you don't i am I not he's a, fine i'm not a victor garber fan yeah uh, he's, he's, he's fine i've never liked him it's uh he's like a channel changer guy for me right yeah yeah uh, you know kind of like treat williams 
Yeah. I, I just see Tree yeah. Williams. I want to change the channel. Uh, right. Unless it's Prince of the City, I'm changing the channel yeah, yeah. to Tree Williams. Um, and then you got the guy uh, who uh, was the owner of White Star. Not the owner, but um, the guy, Ismay. He was uh, played by the guy from Jumanji. Yeah. Jonathan. The British guy. Price? Price of the theater? No, no, it's not Jonathan Price. That's so, another actor who I like. Yeah. Anyway, but like, I don't know. Like, he was not good. He also looked nothing like the real guy. Well, he like what's with the cartoon mustache? That guy actually really had the cartoon mustache. I know, you're a cartoon character. Yeah, I can take I, you seriously. I, I get what you're saying, but uh, yeah, it just I felt like some of the casting choices, other than Kathy Bates, I love Kathy Bates in this. I mean, it's a I small think part. Some people, I from what I, I've read, do not fan. like Kathy Bates in this movie. I think she's the best part of the movie. I mean, she's actually she's also the best actor in the movie. Yes. I mean, Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio are really good actors. But they were super young but, here. And they're super young. And I just think Kathy Bates uh, is very – she can do anything, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, so. she's actually an interesting and character. Also her. Yes. Well, she's an interesting character even thematically in the film because she's the rich woman with, like, sort of working-class roots. One foot and they look, in both worlds. Exactly. And they look down on her. Yeah. And she's, the, and she's that bridge for Leo to Correct. enter the world and – basically this this mini mentor scene correct um which i liked yeah um yeah and that's interesting in the in the film because that's it's it is inherent in the titanic story it's just inherent yeah especially because of what they were how they dealt with the lifeboats and who mm -hmm. got off the ship and all that stuff so yep yep uh so that yeah that's that's really about it i thought uh we would uh eviscerate this movie more but we didn't i didn't hate um, the film i i I mean, again, the love story and what the old bitch does <laughs> outside the love story in the future, it's just there's these – it's unforced errors because mm -hmm. it's such a technically brilliant film. Mm -hmm. So many unforced errors. Mm -hmm. Like, I will give this movie a good – we could get into the score if you want. Yeah. I mean, I'll give this movie a 71. Okay or a 70 all those points that it loses because of the love story and what what rose does at the end like yeah. it's 30 points that they just is just heaved off this film yeah. because of the script mm -hmm. but it's so technically brilliant that i can't give this movie a bad score yeah like i would like i could see myself watching this film again maybe not um beginning to end in a shot but like mm -hmm. when it hits that iceberg i mean uh, th it's a haunting engaging yeah. experience mm -hmm. that i will watch um so i can't give this movie a bad score it's so technically it's just a it's a marvel yeah. it really is a marvel of, of filmmaking i agree uh which pisses me off even more that the script is quite weak and the dialogue is quite dumb at times and the characters are quite unbelievable yeah and rose throws the fucking heart of the ocean into the ocean oh my god it's the worst part that's the worst part for me of the film it's the worst part of the movie because it's so it's also set up for that payoff it's set up for her to tell her whole fucking story mm -hmm. and they're like you know what we didn't get the necklace but at least we have this this uh relic of the past mm -hmm. and we have this woman actually telling us what it was like yeah. on that night that's amazing and then you have the added payoff of the necklace mm -hmm. and she had it yeah she had it and didn't give it to them mm -hmm. oh it's the worst it's the fuck i could have forgiven everything else about this film but that was so unforgivable <laughs> It's disgusting. 
That bitch, that woman is a disgrace. I hope she's dead. I mean, she's dead now, but uh, I hope she died that night. You know what? I hope she died having a nightmare about Jack drowning again or freezing to death. Being like, Rose, why did you let go? Why did you? And then she dies. That's what I hope fucking happened to her. I hated it so much. Old Rose is such a... She got worse as a person. Young Rose, yeah. I could forgive all, uh, really almost everything she does because she's fucking 17, doesn't know jack shit. Yeah. But Old Rose, man, you're 196 years old. It's have some wisdom. Years. Yeah, have some wisdom. Nope. Oh, have some, oh, have some grace, man. Nope. The nope. worst. So, yeah, I'll give it a 70%. She, the 30 points just lobbed off okay. from the writing because okay. everything else is, is excellent. Mm-hmm. Lobbed off for the writing. And the the acting is off at at times too. I agree with you, but honestly, I I I really do think that's the writing. Because mm-hmm. you you I I've seen good actors with bad scripts, and you'll come off awkward. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Um, I give it a forty three. That's so low. I don't like this movie. <laughs> so low. Um, you could not like it and still and still appreciate. Yeah. What it accomplishes. Listen, like you said, I lopped off 30 points. I'm giving this movie 43 <laughs> points for its technical brilliance because this movie sucks story-wise. It is a terrible story. I think yeah. the framing device uh, is is rendered useless. Um, well, that's another thing, character right? Character motivations are terrible. Yes. They suck. Everyone's kind of cookie-cutter in a way. and Everyone is cookie-cutter. And, and they, they shouldn't be cookie-cutter for a three-and-a-half-hour movie. Um, I I don't, and there's another thing. I'm I I'm a terrible person, but I'm also judging it against the movies it was up against. And one of my favorite movies ever, uh, is L.A. Confidential. And this Love that movie, film. And, and this movie beat L.A. Confidential for Best Picture. Love that film it so much. It beat the Full Monty. Full Monty's a lot better than this. Um, oh, but they're two different films. Full Monty is such small scale. I know. It's different. It's an independent film. But the story is that much is just a lot better. And but technically speaking, there's no comparison. No, no. Ellie Confidential is actually uh, yes. technically well done. Ellie Confidential too. is the best movie in 1997. Yeah, you have it's one of the one of the best shootout scenes of all time. You have Boogie Nights. You have, um, uh, I don't. There's things about Goodwill Hunting I don't like, but I think it's better than Titanic. Then you have. Um, but Chris, you got to take everything into effect, not I'm just taking, the script. I'm taking everything into effect. I got issues with Goodwill Hunting, and I like that movie. Ellie Confidential is the best movie out of all these. For That's sure, my that opinion. movie's brilliant. That like movie's on excellent. every level, it's it's a masterpiece. Exactly. So, um, and I just also love uh, the Full Monty. I, that's one of my favorite comedies. But dude, this is the American story. You knew Titanic was gonna fucking win everything. It's so Hollywood. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Hollywood. When I'm, you know, it's this is a Hollywood hard. wet dream. This yeah, movie. It's hard to unless you're an action superhero movie. If your movie's making a billion dollars, it's probably gonna win the awards yeah. just because of the job. At least back then. Yeah. Now, now it's like the opposite because it's you know we. Well, that's because the only movies that make a billion dollars are action. That's true, but I also think that the, the, there's been a backlash against like, oh, why do why does Hollywood you know get all the rewards? We got to reward. Oh smaller yeah, that guys started happening. Uh, actually, probably against Avatar. That's when that worm started to turn. Oh yeah, around so about a little over ten years now. Yeah, about twelve years. Because Avatar made. Uh, almost a two trillion billion, dollars, and yeah. then uh, lost to the Hurt Locker, which made ten. Yeah. Like oh that. yeah, that's true. But so. Avatar was so bad. 
Yeah. Avatar's not, I mean, the, uh, to me, there's no comparison. We'll get to there eventually, but there's yeah. no comparison between Avatar and Titanic for me. Avatar's not getting a good I score for me. I I'll think, give you a fucking spoiler alert right now. I think Titanic's that movie is made. not getting a good score. It's a, yeah, that movie, well, everything about Everything Avatar's about that bad. movie sucks. Everything about that movie well, fucking it's, sucks. That's bad. It's but bad Titanic movie. is, it's technical genius. I mean, you know, and the scale is something mm-hmm. I you got to appreciate. I, I don't know. The whole sinking part I like. It's excellent. And it takes a good chunk of the movie, but I hate, I hated every single time we went to Jack and Rose as this thing is sinking. Mm-hmm. It, and because then as we're seeing it sink, like we talked about, we have fucking Billy Zane running around like- With the wave like and John the gun. Ma- like John McClane. Yeah. <laughs> die, evil evil die, John McClane. Die hard on a boat. <laughs> Yeah. And Cameron just can't fucking help himself, man. He and needed a gun. And there were some he cool needed shots. needed an action scene. Billy's name with the wig and the hair is flying back. Yeah. He shoots the fu- and the bullet hits the water and it goes up. Sprouts. Yeah. Like there's some cool shit to look at here. It's really well made. Cameron couldn't visually, help himself, bro. But it makes no, there's things in this that don't make sense. Yeah. That I hate. Like also uh, like Jack and Rose are the last people on board as it goes down yeah they're the, the only water. ones it's them and the guy with the mustache right next to them yeah they're the only ones that get to and he's telling her this bullshit like she's actually gonna survive being sucked down by a megaton ship right well i mean apparently that guy the baker i'll take same thing happened i'll take to him. drunk baker over uh waif kate winslet yeah who's in like this kind of thick wavy dress it would be hard to swim in right yeah. how's she gonna kick her feet and shit yeah being sucked in getting hit by people right how would that work technically did you look at like how would you be would you be sucked in with the ship like that i never knew. i always just took it like cameron probably researched the shit yeah out of that. because i i would imagine I'm, I'm making this up but i would imagine because it's slowly sinking it also, wouldn't it, was it wouldn't create a circle they didn't do that in the movie but supposedly based off what like the site like the what their analysis of it was uh-huh. it actually was going around in circles when it was going down right okay so that that might have caused the yeah, but it would ha- I feel like it would have to be fast for it to create a vortex that actually pulls you uh, down. Maybe it's just I the imagine force, it was just the weight of something going down like right. that, and you're on it. Oh, that is so. I, I'm getting yeah. That's creepy. Shivers. Fucking it's very creepy. About it. I would want to shoot myself in the face. I just don't think they're the last. Like just making them the last. No, two. I know. It, you it's, know. There's it's just things. It's more in weak it. writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things in sure. it that just annoy me. Yeah. You know. Um. I just think it's so technically well done. It is. Like you can't. I can't. You can't really fault the actual movie making of this movie, and you can't really. That's. I mean, that's his strength. He's a very good filmmaker. Yeah, for sure. That's what he is. That's what he's good at. Um, that's why people like him. Uh, also, get, uh, yeah. Uh, just speak to your framing device because I know you think it's useless. I think had she given him the necklace, the mm-hmm. framing device would have made sense. Okay. Completely. I still think it sort of makes sense, but I think it, I think that payoff would have actually justified it mm-hmm. completely. Okay. As opposed to just having a nice showing the wreck and having yeah. that juxtaposition from modern till the past. But yeah. I, I still think that. I still like that. Okay. I think this film would have suffered without it. Okay. Would, have been, would be worse without it. All right. Um, anything else to add before we skedaddle? No. Mm-hmm. I do. I, if you haven't seen it, Here's it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. This is a it used movie to be on Netflix, but now it's only on Amazon. Yeah, I, I will say, if you are a film lover, I do think this is a must-see film just because of the technical. 
I would agree. Marvel. Even, you, you even have though to I hate it. it, I do think everyone should watch it just because it's one of those movies you should see. And I think it's also one of those movies um, you should see as you got older because I think you would view it differently. Mm. I think that, and that's important because sometimes you look at things when you're a kid and, you know, rose-tinted glasses. Uh, now that I'm an adult, I could see like... Uh, People still love this movie, though, adults. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's one Tina, of the... when I was watching it, was weeping. It's one of the few movies that made grown men cry. Yeah, they, they, that's what it's that's known a, for, right? That's a thing, yeah. That's a thing for and, uh, Like, she was okay. weeping. Absolutely weeping. Or, well, like, she would have hated me when I... Yeah, she when... would have been... Up. Like, she couldn't <laughs> handle it. Like, she was like, don't you ever die. Oh, like, I That's would... what she said to me, and I'm like, we're... Okay, oh. we'll be fine. Well, you know, death and taxes. Right. Um, you know, I don't think she would have liked me howling with laughter when Fabrizio died. <laughs> That's hilarious. Feeling nothing when Tommy gets oh, shot. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I just felt nothing. How, I don't know these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know them. Yeah, the Tommy thing was... Uh, I remember it affecting me as a kid, actually. I remember thinking I was fucked up. This time, I didn't want the guy to die, but I was actually more affected by the guy who killed himself. I thought that was... Uh, Which he actually did. Oh, that actually happened. That's he a real thing. Himself, yes. So there was a... Shot a, himself in the head, yeah. There was a moment where he, the, the mob was coming and he killed there, the guy. There are people who, uh, it was only him, but there were others, from what I've read, there were other guys because they were trying, dudes were trying to get on the boat, on the boats to live. And they were trying to get them. And, yeah. And at some point, some of these people had to get shot. And one of the, this guy uh, shot himself in the head after. after he probably happened. killed a guy that didn't deserve to be killed or something. There's a lot really of know. reasons. Uh, he was the one uh, who made the call. Uh, about um, turning, turning the boat. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot involved there. Um, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's the cool shit. That is the in cool the movie. Uh, so what would you like to view next week? All right, let's do Dracula. Doing Bram Stoker's Dracula, which was Francis Ford Coppola's yeah. Dracula, starring uh, Gary Oldman and Keanu. Reeves and Anthony Hopkins and Winona Ryder and let me tell you this is like Winona Ryder at her apex I have a, I have a huge crush on young yeah. Winona Ryder that's like that's like a Chris special I think if my friends know me that's that's not my yeah alley. that's like the ideal yeah so uh, it's also just uh, it's really terrible if you if you have ever read the novel Dracula which is a pretty good novel I've never read it I, I think it, it was never assigned to me in school so I, I yeah uh, it's the only good, gothic actually. one I've yeah I've heard that the only gothic one I read was Frankenstein which I loved actually yeah and uh, there's parts of it that are uh, very uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for um, adheres to the novel and then oh there faithful are, faithful and then there are um, things that where we just went we just veer yeah so calling it Bram Stoker's Dracula is a disservice right okay all right all right so okay until next time Bye.